best game. Obviously, it's God of War. Do we even need to go through like what's in there? Not really, but we, I guess we could go through the losers. True, true. So the losers for best game are. Hello and welcome to the Streamcast. I'm Dante. And I'm Nero. And on this episode we're going to talk about Devil May Cry 5, our first thoughts. It looks really good. It reminds me a lot of God of War 3, which is okay. a good sign already. Reminds me of Darksiders. The world's really cool. The music's banging. It always matches what's going on. So this is the first Devil May Cry game that I've you know, really been exposed to. Same. And yeah, and in my head I'm just thinking... Why did I wait so long? Like, why? This game looks amazing. I think for me, it's because the the word devil is in the title. Mm-hmm. I could not persuade my mom to buy me that game. That's a good point. Yeah, black parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of like um certain imagery in that game. So, you know, one of the seals from like, well, it's a former alchemist looking seal. So if a parent was to come in and see that, they'd be like, hmm... So you like witchcraft? And I was like, <laughs> no, mom, it's just not that. It's just, I'm trying to defeat the demons. Yeah, yeah. It's all depending on how good your persuasion skills are. Mm-hmm. Mine or not, it's just, leave me alone and let me play this game. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> I'll handle that later. But yeah, it did look like a transmutation circle. But I guess, you know, Devil May Cry, you kind of expect it. It's the first DMC game I've ever played. So I'm literally going off the looks of this game and judging the entire franchise by it. It looks very good. We are very clearly in London in this game. There's clearly, a, yeah. a red phone booth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what year is it? <laughs> we have played for an hour or two. Hour or two, yeah. So, yeah, we kind of got a feel for the mechanics. There were two modes, kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. But I think there's human mode and devil mode or something yeah. like that. It's really annoying because we looked into which mode you should pick and they said if you've never played a DMC, you should pick human mode. We picked human mode. It's so easy. Go to devil mode. It's not much difference, really. It was fine. I was very disappointed (laughs) in the lack of gap between the two modes. Mm. Human mode literally annoyed me because it's like, this is the mode you give to someone who's never played a game before. Devil May Cry might be hard because that that first guy I fight is very hard and I think I meant to lose that as you said when we yeah played. his health bar didn't move at all yeah I think because you can fight him you c- could possibly beat him but it might be a new game plus thing or mm-hmm. if you have the right buffs and stats but yeah I couldn't beat him but apart from him Yuri Zen who apparently is the person who took Nero's arm mm, I like him I like him a lot came into his house stole his arm and left him for dead <laughs> great villain I want to see more oh, I should have said spoiler alert if you haven't played the game this is like the alert. first hour so, but yeah, yeah spoiler yeah, alert, I guess spoiler for the first hour you're probably going to spoil in the comments by the time this episode <laughs> goes out but yeah that was cool uh, some random bum came into the garage in it and just literally sliced his arm off right yeah. no he just like just took it just kind of oh yeah it, yeah it just kind of glowed and then it was gone like, I'm taking this <laughs> and walked out and then he looked and then realised he was bleeding 
but he kind of looked like he was dying when he was walking away with Nero's arm. Yeah, maybe there's more to that arm than meets the eye. Yeah. Because I don't know what his relation is to Dante, but Dante literally took a sword straight through the chest, rose up through the sword, and was fine afterwards. This guy loses an arm and he falls to the floor and nearly dies. He doesn't seem like he's in the same league as Dante. I know. But I think that's what the game might be going for. Yes, yeah. I feel this is Nero's game. We've, we've had Dante. And uh, he's going to be taking on that more guider role. Mm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what um, Kylo Ren brings to this game. And by <laughs> Kylo Ren, I mean that... Is it V? Is it the V, v guy? V guy. The emo. Yeah, the emo. He looks pretty interesting. I think he fights with his crow. Yes. But he seems very... He's very deadpan at the moment. Very dry humour at the moment. I'm really enjoying his character. I want to see more. He talks like Gara. He talks very, like, uh... You can barely hear what he's saying. Yeah, which is even better. I loved Gara. I like Gara, mm-hmm. but I could understand him. <laughs> Only because of the subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he, he seems interesting. So tell me what you thought about the mechanics of the game. Like, the fighting, gameplay-wise. Smooth, mm-hmm. which is good. There's a problem I have with games nowadays. They don't come with instruction manuals. You know, I hate that. I, as a kid, I loved reading this. Yeah. Manual, but then again, as a kid, I was poor, didn't have the internet. So this was my way of getting more of the game. Now it's a bit different. I could literally just go online and experience more of it. Yeah. But I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I mean, miss it's the, just, yeah, yeah. I still romanticise that period, you know. With older games, they would actually come with like a, a breakdown, a description. Here's mm. the main character. Here's his backstory. And you'd get that, and you go through that, you go through that, and then you get the controls. And over time, you've literally just got the controls, which is like, fair enough, this is what I need. Yeah. I guess the game will give me the story. I blame Toxic Men, who will literally like go to Ikea and buy a cupboard and throw out the instructions and try and build it. Because so many of those dickheads have winged it, the video game world probably thought, yeah, they don't need instructions, they'll figure it out. Absolutely. And now... With every game, I'm literally just smashing the buttons to see what does what. It's like, okay, shoot, okay, slash. And that's what I need. So now, when it comes to the mechanics, I'm just working out how seamless it is to go from shooting to slashing. And it is really seamless. I can pick up combos very quickly on that game, at least. So Nice. You've gotten a few like, A ranks too, haven't you? I got an A, yeah. Overall, the game seems very fun. Not very challenging, though. Still early days. I'm still early yeah, days. I'm, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I'm hoping that that's because I'm only like two hours into the game mm. and uh, I've only died like two times. And that was like to that massive boss that looks like Zod from Berserk with the mouth on his stomach. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If we, I think if there's a Berserk game to be made, just take what Devil May Cry have done, a little bit of God of War, slap it together. Honestly. There you go. The love child of God of War and Devil May Cry should be berserk. It's perfect. Perfect. Makes sense. Do it. Make it 18, though. Don't yeah, give you me have no to. 12 bullshit. No, I want an no. 18 game. Nah, Griffith is there. It's got to be 18. Oh, Griffith the goat. Griffith did nothing wrong. You're cancelled. <laughs> cancelled culture. Attack him. <laughs> Griffith just wants to save Midland. That's all he wants. Yeah, but the way he's going about it is not correct. It is really not By correct. saving Midland, I mean, he's destroying all the demons. Everyone seems to be happy. They've got By food. Violating Casca. I have no rebuttal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, what's your worst? <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit. Yeah. Mm. Nico, the mechanic. I'm. I'm guessing she's not involved in like the fighting, but yeah, she's cool. I can understand why the game's 18. She's got a lot of tattoos in very interesting places. Being a tattoo artist must be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you get to like you know draw your art for a living. That's what I mean. Gotta be very careful though, because like if someone asks for a nipple piercing, you can't like flick it to like. I don't think all tattoo artists do piercings too. I know a lot of them do, but. Oh yeah, I yeah, think I just confused the two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my verdict. It seems very fun. If you never played the Devil May Cry game, you should get five because it looks beautiful. Mm, it's really good. Um, just play God of War games, get five because you will instantly know how to play. Well, yeah. you'll pick it up really quickly. Yeah, and it's it's more of what you love. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you like God of War three, definitely. Yeah, if you like God of War three, you'll definitely like Devil yeah. May Cry five. It's not difficult, so I mean, you could put it on the hardest mode, and I think you should stop saying it's not difficult because something's gonna come along later on, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, "Fuck!" I know you're right, <laughs> but I refuse to admit it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair I think no, I'm hoping when you finish it, I'm not gonna play this mode, but I'm hoping when you finish it, like a new difficult difficulty arises. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I think it should. Yeah, from what we've seen. Government isn't that bad. Yeah. It's alright. Yeah. You could probably play it lying down. You fell asleep playing it, it was that easy. Yeah, I didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have some news. Yes, we you do wanna... actually. Yes. But before that, I want to pose you a quick question. Go for it. What would you say if I told you if EA and Sony had sex, they would not be able to produce a child? I would say you're correct because neither party have reproduction organs. True, that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it, EA is also pulling out. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> okay. It's not just Sony that does it. Oh, wow. So EA won't be at E3 this year. Right. They'll be doing their own thing. Um, so I think they've done it in the past. They had it last year. It's called EA Play. Okay. And they'll just be doing that this year. So that will be from the 7th to the 9th of June. And between the 8th and the 9th, they'll just be streaming footage cool. and new yeah. content, exclusive content as well. Which uh, which is interesting, because they're like the next like AAA developer to, to, to pull out. Yeah. 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 So my question to you is, do you think E3 is still relevant? And what do you think EA are working on? I think E3 is still relevant, but I think if this trend continues, E3 will cease to be relevant. It seems like a lot of developers and teams are realizing that we have our own platforms that pull in X numbers, so we don't really need that. We don't need to wait for that one-time event mm. to broadcast everything. So I get it from their point of view. I think from a consumer point of view, it's easy to just have everything at one place. So if I know E3 is coming in June, all right, cool. I'm going to put a week aside and I'm just going to watch everything because I know everything's there. Stuff that's going to come out in 2020 is going to be there. Stuff that's going to come out in 2021 is going to be there. New consoles, there. New whatever, there. So I am kind of in two minds about it. Because mm-hmm. the Nintendo Directs are what I'm talking about here. I always miss them because I'm busy doing work or like they're at awkward times. They're like 11 p.m. GMT or they're like 2 p.m., 11 a.m. It's like, this isn't really... <laughs> mm, true. But at least with the last Nintendo Direct, that's quite bite-sized. 
So you mm. could literally just look at a couple of tweets or just watch it again because it wasn't too long. Just at your own leisure. Yeah. Or just see like the best bits, the highlights, yeah. and then boom, there you go. Because like if Nintendo Direct can be broken down into highlights, like E3 is much bigger, but E3 can also be broken down into highlights. You can like just kind of search what you want yeah, to know. That's true. PS4 news, Xbox news, boom, you've got the highlights. There you go, you've got that news. And the thing is, sometimes this news is leaked beforehand anyways. <laughs> so it's like, what is the point sometimes? Mm. But no, continue. I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. I think I just like being in the moment. Mm. So uh, You want to yeah. like, experience it. Yeah, basically. yeah, just to experience like this mm. new game that they're announcing. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to be up to date with that. But yeah, that is a good point as well. Being able to just catch it in the next day. You know, whenever you get a minute, mm. you know, see a couple of tweets because you can get like full size trailers, you know, 30 seconds a minute yeah. in a tweet. So, yeah, that is true. I think what EA are planning to do is good. Mm-hmm. Having your showcase during the weekend is like really good because you're going to get a really huge turnout and they're focusing on more gameplay and less talking, which mm. I think is perfect yeah, because really I think the Oscars had no host this year and people are like why didn't we do this earlier I think the need to have someone come on stage you know and talk and talk and talk and then we see some gameplay footage isn't really what we need anymore I think mm. we can have them talk for like a minute and then just gameplay yeah like E3 have quoted that like, I think they said less talk more play which yeah. is always what you want as a gamer absolutely Mm, I don't need to I mean it's good hearing like a backstory about how the game you know came about and whatnot. that's still really cool don't get me wrong but you don't need a host to tell us that you could get the director of the game to tell us that and it'd mean more coming yeah, from them exactly and then boom straight into yeah the well, gameplay you know not everyone's good at public speaking anyway so I guess uh, that's true actually it's, but I don't know if it's something that you really love and care about like it shouldn't be I'm not saying it, it's going to be easy but it's going to be a lot easier than if yeah. it's something that you don't, don't even like yeah. know you don't need someone who's who's versed in public speaking to be able to convey the same passion that a developer might yeah. be able to convey no that's true that's true so when you ask what do you think EA are planning <laughs> I don't know if they're planning anything different because they just churn out the same games every year so loot box plus FIFA yeah FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's not another Star Wars Battlefront, I'll be happy. Oh, they're not they're not putting out that Star Wars game. Hmm? Uh, what was it? Fallen yeah. Order. Is it Fallen Order? I think so. I think Fallen Something Order. Like that. I don't know when that's coming out though. Yeah, like maybe it's that. I don't know. Okay, if it's that, okay, I'm, I might watch it. I'm watch there. <laughs> Gameplay. I think there's a lot of games that they have that we know are coming out, but we don't know if they're coming out this year. Mm. And I think that time of year is the perfect time to like remind everyone so with games like you know the God of War and Spider-Man they didn't do well with Spider-Man they did they did like concert adverts everywhere with God of War I felt that was more like targeted and more sparse you know I didn't even know about the God of War adverts because I'm just a God of War fan so when I knew it was coming out I was like pre-order <laughs> you know I didn't even pre-order it I just told my girlfriend knew I loved it and then she pre-ordered it for me and I was like Oh, that's happening. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so it was it was there. I think for yeah. like fans of God of War, it was just definite buy. Yes. 
And then I guess they did some. I, I, I don't care. I did not pay attention to any of the global <laughs> marketing. I didn't need to. I didn't need to. I have no idea if there was any. No. I know they were at E three twice, and then that was what I needed. Mm. It was good to like, yeah, this game is coming out, and I know they've put work into this game. There's yeah. like a story. There's a demo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was interesting. I'm not sure what kind of games we're gonna see. Because, yeah, yeah, because they showed us Last of Us 2 last Mm. year. Mm. They showed us a bit of Death Stranding last year. Death Stranding is really annoying because if it was was anyone else, I don't think it'd have as much hype because of Hideo Kojima. People are like, oh, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? But we don't really know much about it yet. We just know there's, like, a baby fetus somewhere. Yeah. There's some other weird stuff. There's a sandy beach. I think someone was naked at some point. I don't know what's coming. And until I know more, I'm not excited for this game at all. Yeah, I there's nothing to go on other than Kojima's involved with it. And that's like, that's cool. Mm. But I really hope, you know, June, we get to see a lot more of this and we get to make a informed decision mm-hmm. because I'm not going to buy the game based on what I know of it. Yeah. I'm not even going to watch a playthrough. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about it. So the fact that it's got someone cool behind it Mm. doesn't detract the fact that this is a game and you need to make a game good you're yeah, not going to yeah. live off your name mm, exactly. I don't think he intends to do that but I would not buy a game I knew nothing about yeah no, that makes I sense. don't think I've ever done that before yeah they're quite costly yeah so go like and they're quite big they take up your whole PS4 you know it's gone to the point where when I'm buying games now it's not even a case of hmm is it in the budget it's hmm is it in the hard drive exactly <laughs> so annoying because <laughs> right now like so I haven't got a copy of Devil May Cry yet and I do want it but it's just a space issue right now and I want Shakira Shadows Die Twice because that game looks amazing so I don't have to pick yeah so I'm going to get Shakira and just wait for Devil May Cry because I'm only going to play one of these games at once I'm not going to play both of them at the same time and I've only got space for one so Shakira is fair enough but actually that leads me to a quick segue so Microsoft might be releasing a new console. Not sure when it's going to come out, but it will be a discless Xbox. Okay. If that thing doesn't come out with two terabytes um, <laughs> of hard drive space, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think anyone should buy it. I think that'd be a colossal waste. Absolutely. Two or, terabytes minimum. Yeah, minimum. Because... Or a dedicated, like, cloud Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like storage. Mm. I think consoles coming out in the future should come out with, like cloud storage anyway I don't think it's fair for gamers to have to delete their memory and it's not fair for gamers to actually have to buy another console mm-hmm. or to buy more memory space I think that's ridiculous personally mm. What's the whole, that's the whole point of internal memory is like yeah. to do away with that I think when I got my PS3 for the first time and it just saved I never thought about it and I was like oh because it's internal memory oh this is a nice feature and to have that taken away it's a bit unfortunate yeah, especially when there are fresh. so many great games coming out Back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, it's going to be an intense year. You know, we've got Mortal Kombat coming over the horizon. What else do we have? So we've got Days Gone coming out in April 2019. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. looks really cool. We, obviously, Shakira is coming out. Yes. We might get a Last of Us 2 this year. It's not guaranteed. Possibly. But it is possible. Ghost of Tsushima, that's still TBA. It should have come out before 2020, but if we're lucky, maybe we'll get a 2019 release. Don't maybe know a November release maybe Christmas Spies exactly it'll be really cool but yeah there are a couple of really good games coming so E3 lineup 
got a lot of you know big developers coming. So you got 2K Games, Activision, Square Enix, Ubisoft, Bethesda, Capcom, Nintendo. Like there's gonna be a lot yes. there. Is there something that you're looking forward to especially? Well, the sequels of God of War is not gonna be there, so unfortunately. I am actually looking forward to see what Nintendo do. Mm-hmm. Because we just got the announcement that Pokemon Sword and Shield is coming out this year. Mm. It would be cool if we could get some more information on that to see whether we're going to get more of the same old format or whether we'll get some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether they will try some new ideas. I think 2K will do 2K because they are, sim- you know, they're, they're similar to EA. They like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they churn out games every year and you know make a a truckload of money but if I know it's coming out then it's like my excitement's kind of dithering yeah. I can't remember when Dying Light 2 is coming out but I'm excited for that game with the zombies mm-hmm. Capcom have just you know pushed out Devil May Cry 5 I want to see Tekken vs Street Fighter though that game's not coming out ever <laughs> it's not ever coming out so why do you think that? Because Street Fighter versus Tekken mm-hmm. didn't get a great reaction, and I think it just took a long time for it to even develop, to even get started on the reverse title. Mm-hmm. I don't think I even want them to come out. I think I'd rather have them stick to their own respective brands and keep improving that. Like mm-hmm. Tekken 7's brilliant. People are complaining about Street Fighter Five, from what I remember. So I think they need to take care of their own house before they go visit their neighbours mm-hmm. I think it was cool to have Akuma on Tekken 7 and I think that was them saying that's all you're getting <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's going to be a bit of a pill to swallow I hope we get some Ghost of Tsushima like that game looks so cool but because it is similar to Sekiro I'm like I don't know yeah I've forgotten Tsushima I just want Sekiro now yeah <laughs> like, it's such a deep game and Souls have really like revamped the formula absolutely so you play a Dark Souls game mm. And what you need to do is dodge and backstab, dodge, backstab, dodge, backstab, dodge, backstab, win, and just don't get hit, basically. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's a key winning formula in that game. In this game, like, it changes that completely around. So, like, players who have played this game have said their their souls knowledge doesn't translate into this um, game. Okay. Not at all. Because in this game, it rewards you for playing the game well. So you need to parry, and you need to make sure that you're moving... So basically, there are I think there are three buttons that allow you to, to like to dodge or evade or whatever. You've got the dodge already. You've got the parry button, and you've got the jump button, and you have okay. to use these during certain matchups. Otherwise, you're going to get fucked. So they've got a system called posture. Right. So if you get hit or you're hit when you're blocking, your posture gauge goes up. But the enemies have a posture gauge as well. So the more you hit them, the more their posture goes up. And once your posture gauge fills you're in one-hit territory. So if you get hit, you die. Oh. Yeah. And for bosses, it'll just do, like, a large amount of damage. Right. So you need to play the game well. And the game does reward you for playing well. So anytime you parry, your opponent takes a little bit of damage and their posture gauge goes up. And obviously, the more you parry, the more chance of an opening you'll get. Right. Then, you know, you can do your damage and you can kill them and whatnot. The games is really cool because in certain levels... Because you can jump and you've got this really cool like, attachment because you've got like a fake arm that becomes a grappling hook. You can basically jump everywhere. You can skip most things. You can skip straight to the boss sometimes if you want. Oh, yeah. I and mean, you can do that. Yeah. But the game will punish you. 
Oh, is it? Exactly, okay. yeah. Because okay. the more enemies you kill, the more, like... So, for example, you could get pearl drops, which will go to increasing your max HP. So if you're not playing the game, then, you know, you're not going to be able to progress and you're just going to get absolutely messed up. The game's really rewarded in the sense that even with boss fights, it's not a case where you're reacting. You can be proactive. You don't have to to wait for a chance to attack. It's a case where you're making openings yourself. You have right. to be proactive. Everything in that game, I believe... Well, not everything, but... Sorry, everything in that game has an out, basically. So if someone's going to come and grapple you, you dodge that. If someone's going to swing at you, you parry that. Okay. So it's really cool. The story actually works well with the mechanics because it's called Shadows Die Twice. So I think this relates to one of the mechanics in the game. So you can die, but you can respawn straight away. And if you do this, you can you can surprise your enemy. You can kill them or whatever. But there are downsides to this. And the game doesn't want you to keep respawning. Because every time you do, you destroy the world around you a little bit. And you create okay. something called Dragon Rot. And this could affect anyone around you. And the more times you do this, the more detrimental it is when you die. You'll lose half your stuff every time you die. But the more but you've got a chance of recovering aided so that like you don't lose as much stuff. But okay. the more times you respawn from death, the less you get back. So and it affects the world around you. So I think this ties into the main story. And it's really it's really cool because when you play the game, you have to really immerse yourself in the world. So you could go to a boss and get clobbered like multiple times and be like, What do I do now? Or you could travel around the area and you could eavesdrop on people and they'll give you hints on how to beat a boss or how to move forward and that's again the game saying you need to explore me you need to like see everything around me you need to explore this world the world as i said it rewards like you for playing well so it can be really unforgiving or it can be you know a really good time so if you're doing what you need to do you can do well if you're not well you can get pammed yep prepare to die <laughs> Yeah, that sounds sick. Yeah, exactly. I definitely want it now. Mm. It's got a really cool skill tree. Basically, because like in other Souls games, you can like have your build or whatever. So you can be like a mage or yeah. you can be a knight or whatever. In this game, you can only be a ninja and you've only got your sword. So this does limit you slightly, but it also expands the game because it means they can really focus in on one character. Like in other games, they had to make it a case where multiple playstyles can defeat a certain boss but in this you have to do certain things to beat that boss it's more based around the character okay in the game it's got yeah. a really rich story as well I'm not going to say anything about that but the story looks really cool yeah it's just a game I'm absolutely looking forward to it's going to be sick it's going to be banging man it's going to be banging I need some free time honestly mm -hmm, it's true you know what you need to do you can walk into your boss's office and be like games are coming out this year and if I don't play them who will that's all you need to say. <laughs> what's, what's he going to say to that? What can he say? I don't know. Did you try that? Going to go on a quick advert. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Berta. Bet your raccoon don't even leave a body. Please, you already owe me a space soda from my last bet. Well, you still owe me a spice burger from the one before that. And where can you find all this spectacular space food? At Spacey's. Now with our new Raditz menu. Spacey's. It's good food in space. I think we've spoken about Sony like in a previous pod, but do you think Sony are going to bring anything 
around E3 or after E3 because they're not going to be there. Do you think they've just run out of steam? Do you think they'll bring anything to the table? Because they've got a lot of great games coming up. Yeah, they do. Exactly. And they've still got stuff coming out in 2020. They've probably got a lot of stuff in the works. Maybe it's a case they don't have anything that they can showcase right now. Maybe they're holding the, the release of the new console for something else. And if that's the case, they don't really need to show us anything. Because yeah. as we've seen in the past, some of their major IPs, their great IPs like Horizon, Spider-Man, God of War, there were no demos. It was just, it came out, it was great. Maybe they're just working on something and they don't need to waste time with these things. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I think whatever they have isn't ready to show <laughs> to the world. And I don't think they need to rush to get it in on time for E3. I think it can be very pressuring to want to get something out on time just to say, we've got something. Hey, especially when you, you know, you're a big player, you don't need to do that. For example, with Metroid Prime, they've pushed their game back because it's not met their standards. And that's like, that's perfect because you eliminate this crunch time Mm -hmm. problem, hopefully, and it shows your resolve that you're not just trying to get paid. You are trying to put a game that is worth consumers' time and effort. Yeah, I think that's really good. That's amazing. Yeah, I think that PS5, I think they're still working on it. Mm-hmm. I think they're still working on it and they are going to probably announce it at their own platform mm. and I can't remember what that's called but yeah I think that's later on in the year maybe like autumn mm. I think the PS5 will be announced later on I don't think it's coming out in June I don't think like the reveal is coming I think Xbox One will do the reveal in June mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense I think a discless console is a good idea although I'm not like 100% on it I think it's a good you know move it's, it's a good move uh, for the masses especially for like casual gamers people who aren't really collectors who just want to like get one game or people that don't even get games like if you get a console for Netflix then you don't really need to buy games so I mean it's good like have that cloud yeah. to save your games onto so you don't have to delete games when you want to play you know, your 30th game and you run yeah, out of space exactly. And with Game Pass, it's just so much easier. To yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Spotify, but for games. Yeah. Yeah. Also, is would you be down for that? Like a a console that you pay not at once, but like a monthly subscription for, or like the service. Yeah, it's it's really tough because if you get a game, you get your game, you play your game, but with a subscription service, it's like you don't know what you could have. So it's good in the sense you get to try new things, but. A game is longer than a film. A game is longer than a podcast. A game is longer than a piece of music. So it's not a case where I can just like keep shuffling through games. It'll be a case where like I'll play, I'll try and finish one game this week and then one game the next week and then one game the other week. So if I'm really diligent, like for 40 quid, uh, sorry, for 10 quid, I'll get to play like four games in a month. If I'm not, I'll get to play one game for 10 quid in a month. Either way, like it's, it's it seems like a pretty good value. Especially yeah. if like they can get some you know, some new AAA games on there. But if it's all like old games or maybe some indie games that I'm not a big fan of, I don't know. It all depends on the roster. It all depends on the lineup. If they've got something like Netflix, then it could be great. Otherwise, there are no games on there for you. It's, it's yeah. You're just scrolling or you're just 
don't want it anymore. Yeah, that could be a wasted investment. Mm-hmm. What about you? Obviously, growing up with the Dreamcast and the PS One, PS Two, um, I've grown up with just getting the box art, and I still love collecting the box art. Mm-hmm. So that part of me will be upset. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of like functionality, I think discs are a bit redundant now. Like having to get up and put your disc in and take it out, it's a bit of a I'm just lazy, so yes, it's a bit of a waste exactly of time. That's exactly what that sounds like. I'm lazy. I don't want to have to do that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we've got the benefit of, like, kind of being in the middle of two generations before and after, like, the techno boom, where, you know, we had dial-up internet and, you know, we actually have to send in letters and go outside and play, go and knock on people's doors and not text them we're outside. So that to now where, like, everything's online, you know, kids are watching their favorite shows on youtube you know via ipads now and now we just want instant gratification i think we're the instant generation so i just want to be able to like quit game new game let's go like on the same dashboard this is cool for that could you actually do that though could i just you've just beaten like the valkyrie and now you want to go to a different game no, we've got a war. I needed to take a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Spider Man, I was like, no, nah, next game, let's go. But yeah, no, that's true, it depends yeah. on the game. Like, if it's a tough game, which I imagine Sekiro will be, I will have to take a minute. Because you're putting a lot of time and effort into that. Like, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of, like, uh, euphoria once you complete a mission, once you kill a boss. So. Mm. The bosses look amazing in that game. There's one guy, absolute unit. He's like four times your size and his sword is like twice your length and he's just swinging that casually and you've got to like parry that shit and then fight him back. And oh, the game looks amazing. There's like a troll that comes along and just like suplex you. (laughs) If you don't dodge. Um, there's a guy who comes at you on a massive horse and like he's throwing his massive spear at you and I'm just thinking oh my goodness and then I mentioned it's based in the um, based around the Sengoku period in Japan and the game looks so good so good sounds sick I can't wait I thought it was about samurai he's about ninja he's a bit of everything really because there's one skill that he can do I'm not sure what it's, it's called blood something but because there's like a sort of stealth mechanic in it what you can do is once you've killed someone you can you can break the line of sight of everyone by using someone's blood as a smoke bomb and then you escape um, and then Yo. you're back in stealth and I was like so I don't think Samurais did that he's, he's they more they definitely didn't yeah exactly because ninjas did everything Samurais were just with the sword yes but a ninja could you know bust out a samurai sword and do yeah. what he needs to do or she, or she needs to do the game looks amazing and I just I just can't I just can't speak highly of it enough. Like, I I want more. I want to play it. I can't wait to play it. I'm glad that you've pre-ordered it. Oh, I think I'm gonna have to as well. But you might have to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, for all your gaming needs, you know, you can visit uh, Shopto, our unofficial official sponsors. Oh yeah, they're back. Yeah. We move. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that's happened is the BAFTA rewards that have been released. Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, really good news, God of War wise actually. So there are 17 categories. And seven of them, God of War has been nominated for something. So only seven matter, really. We're looking at D7. And they are Artistic Achievement, Audio, Best Game, Game Design, Narrative, Music, and Performer. I think it's really good 
that uh, Golden Ball came out last year and it's still, you know, just picking up all these wins even now. Yeah, it's kind of mad. Yeah, most impressive is for Performer, there are six nominees. God of War has four nominations for that. It has a two in three chance of winning that award. I like those odds. That is mad. So we have the... Do you have the names of these actors? Yes, I do, actually. So you've got Christopher Judge, who played Kratos. Indeed. You have Danielle Bisuti, who I'm saying that right, who played Freya. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Davis, who played The Stranger, also yes. known as The Goat, also known as Boulder, the yes. greatest of the Aesir, which, which is weird because some say he's the greatest, but then you have Thor, who is basically like the guy who runs, not runs everything, but he's the... Yeah, he's the face. Yeah, the face. Yeah. But Boulder was the most loved one. I think Thor was the mightiest, but a bit of an it's idiot. Probably that, yeah. No, that's fair enough. And not loved by everyone. <laughs> yeah, especially not the giants. Not the giants. He, I think he got off killing them. He definitely did. 100%. Because I'm pretty sure he either kills all of them or he kills so many of them that they all escape away and just never return. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's what happened. Problem, yeah. <laughs> you also had Sonny Suljic, hope saying that right. Who played the trace? Ah, oh, the boy. Yeah, yes. the boy. 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 Oh, I missed that. I might have to play some God of War. We today. need to do another playthrough. Yeah. <laughs> there is Melissa Anthe uh, Mahut, who played Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, cool. And we had Roger Clark, who played Arthur Morgan in Red Dead. Right, yes. And he, of course, won the award in the Game Awards for Performer of the Year. Oh, so, so. tough then. Yeah, he. He could do it again. To be fair, I've seen, I've heard his work in Red Dead 2. It's very solid. I kind of only want Jeremy Davis to win because I just love The Stranger. To be fair, I think he deserves to win it because he was solid throughout. Literally every time he came on screen, I was like, okay, what's happening now? What madness <laughs> is going to happen now? And he brought madness with him every yeah. time he came along. First time you see it, this is a God of War spoiler. It's game of the year. You should have played it. It's one of the best games ever. You haven't played it by now. for a year. Exactly. You've had so much time to get it. First time you meet him, literally just comes to Chris's house, punches him through his own home, and then starts a fight in his backyard and basically ruins his backyard. He is on crud. He literally walks up to a man's house and just says, I'm taking over your yard, boy. And I'm taking whatever's inside there as well. Do you know what I mean? This guy is on stuff. He's on stuff. But you see him again and you're just fighting on the dragon now. It's just a dragon fight. Where did this dragon come from? You're falling through the sky, you fight on the dragon. Oh my days, where did the dragon come from? Yeah, it just appears. Is it his dragon? I think it's his dragon, okay. yeah. Because like, he's the one riding it. He's the one yeah. riding it, I believe. And it's got stirrups on it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's his dragon. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Like, Why can he tame a dragon and Kratos just kills everything? Why can't Kratos tame something? He doesn't have the patience. I agree. Raising his own child has been a massive struggle as his own child. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he couldn't raise yeah, other living beings. Yeah, there's no way he cares for anything that's not his. That's how the Aesir get down to Midgard via dragons. I think they've just been trapped there for ages. Oh, we think they've been trapped? I think so. Because, I mean, if they could travel back and forth with their dragons, surely it'd make more sense to get, you know, Thor's help or anyone's help. Because it's literally just Balder, who is a Don by himself. Yeah. And you've got um, Magni, again, yeah. another Don, but you've got Modi bringing the team down. <laughs> Modi's kind of like a handicap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So we've gone yeah. like way off topic. Yeah, absolutely. So um, best performer, I wouldn't mind if Jeremy Davis won it. They all deserve it, really. I can't really complain with whoever gets it. I haven't played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but if she gets it, I won't be mad. Yeah. It's, it's so good. yeah. Obviously, game of the year. We wanted to go to God of War. I think if it goes to any other game, I will not be happy. I will not agree with it. I will call them wrong because they are. It's the game of the year. But everyone's entitled to their own opinion, right? Their opinion might be wrong, you're yeah. right, but everyone is entitled to that. I'm glad you said that. I was going to say, yeah, some opinions can be wrong. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until the other day, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone you believe should win, you know, artistic achievement, audio, best game, game design, narrative, musical performer, other than God of War? I don't know. If Maybe if we go through like the nominees in those categories, mm-hmm. then... I'd be able to give a more informed opinion. Fair enough. Well, you got Spider-Man in a couple of those categories. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Hopefully Spider-Man gets something this time. Didn't did not get anything I don't think, time. I don't think it won anything from, oh, from the Game Awards. The first loser. <laughs> just a couple of seconds there. Bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after this achievement, you got Detroit being human. The GRS development team. I don't even know what game that was. I don't know if that's a game. That might just be like an achievement to the team. Ah, uh, fair enough. God of War, obviously, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead 2, and then Return of the Oberdin. I don't know about artistic achievement, because these games look so great. I might go with Detroit, because it's like a futuristic city. It's an iRobot kind of thing, from okay. what I gathered. Right. So it's about being human, I guess. Like, what rights do these robots have? I haven't played it yet, but that's the gist I get. Right. But it does look like a beautiful world, and it's something I want to play. Just It's more of a heavy rain. Oh, okay. Kind of game. Right, yeah. Right. So, I'd rather, you know, put my resources and hard drive <laughs> space to more. Yeah, know, yeah, other games. Intense game, yeah. Yeah. But no, it does look really good. Yeah. Detroit Become Human. Probably would have given it to that if I played it. It does look very nice. I won't mm-hmm. complain if that wins. I think other games I have played, God of War, will have to win it, though, for me. Mm, no, I see what you mean. I think in terms of like audio achievement, because you've got a Battlefield Five. I'm not a shooter game, so for me personally, Battlefield's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most ignorant thing I've ever said on this pod. Wow. Um, I, I think we could find a compilation <laughs> of a top ten, and that might not even make it. There was no need for that. <laughs> there was every need. <laughs> Um, so you've got God of War, Spider-Man, Detroit, Red Dead, and Tetris Effect. Has to be Tetris Effect. I don't even I don't even want to hear anything else. Tetris, for the win. For audio? Yes. Oh, uh, fair enough. We've got best game. Obviously, it's God of War. Do we even need to go through, like, what's in there? Not really, but we, I guess we could go through the losers. True, true. So the losers for best game are Assassin's Creed Odyssey... Astro Bot Rescue Mission, which I've heard good things about. I've not heard a thing about that one. Interesting. It's more of a VR game, I believe. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That makes sense now. You've got Celeste. I remember that one. And I haven't played it. Sure enough. And then we've got Red Dead 2 and Return of Oberdin. Oh, again. Mm. And then we've got a British game. So, God of War isn't on here. So, uh, huh? should we just... Why? I know, right? You know what? No, it should be on there, because the flipping Nordics here... I swear they're like the descendants of the Brits now. Nani? Didn't they come along and invade everywhere? I think so. God of War should be here. I, if God of War did 23 and Me, I'm pretty sure you would find some British up in there. 23 and Me? Yep. Ancestry test. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, 100%. All right, so we've got Memories Retold, Forza Horizon 4, Red Dead 2, The Room, Old Sins, Overcooked, and Twin Point Hospital. For me, Overcooked. Overcooked's a lot of fun. I would go for... Wait, Red Dead 2 is British? Oh, Rockstar. Yeah, PSO. Rockstar's British. Well, I'm learning a lot of things in this episode. Beat Saber. Yeah, and the best debut games. Oh, I think I've heard about that. That is a VR game where, like... That's the game I was trying to tell you about. Yeah, a couple of episodes ago. that yeah. looks really cool. Like, I did look into it a while ago, and you just kind of go through the level, and you just have to, like, slice everything yeah. up in it. 2019 Fruit Ninja, without the fruit. <laughs> we'll go to family quickly, and we can just discuss our outrage at the fact that God of War isn't here, because I think that was the best, you know, two-family unit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. The combination of... Kratos and Atreus and it's made me want to try and play The Last of Us now wow because it's really good that's really good dynamic exactly and it's nice because for me I've always hated escort missions and I was scared this would be one long escort mission (laughs) Trace looks after himself absolutely it's perfect yeah they thought of that yeah yeah, it was really good to see that you know and the time when you have to look after him it's it's story driven absolutely yeah so I was like I'm cool with that that's absolutely fine that was done really well Mm. So family, you've got Lego, Disney, Pixar, The Incredibles. You've got Nintendo Labo, which is the cardboard game. You've got Overcooked 2, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, Super Mario Party, and Yoku's Island Express. Interesting. I think Overcooked 2 might have a good shout for that one. Mm, that's true. Yeah, God of War should be there, absolutely, because yeah. it's a family game. Exactly. I think um, Wild Card, God of War, should have, they should have Wild Cards in this. Did you have wild cards in the award ceremonies? Yes, I think so. <laughs> it needs to be done. I think if enough people like there should be like an other section and if enough people vote in a different game. Oh yes. Boom, just get it. I think it should That's be. That's a great idea. Wall, exactly. It's I'm gonna start a petition. Family. Yeah. I think we should. <laughs> you say it's fun for the family. Yeah. Uh man, it was Sindri and Brock and their swearing. You know what, yeah, Sindri and Brock Sindri no, Brock more than Sindri yeah. is the is the uncle that comes along at Christmas. The drunk gets, uncle, yeah, exactly, and slurs <laughs> a bit too much. But you love him anyways because you know part of the family, part of the family, and you know he lets you swear around him and play eighteen games when yeah, he's yeah. around. So. He'll buy you those games. He'll buy you those. He games, would buy yeah. you Devil May Cry when you're five. So you know what, Devil May Cry. I'd give it to like maybe not my five year olds because you can't play games yet. But I'd give it to my nine year old. It's a good hack and slash. I wouldn't. It's a hack and slash. It's literally a hack and slash. I know how I was as a kid, so I'm not going to trust my kid with any game until they're of age. You know they'll just buy it like you when they're underage. If they're smart enough to not get caught, fair dues. Fair enough. If they do get caught... You got that bail money. (laughs) 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 We're going to let them learn. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to jeopardise the platform of Streamcast. Wow. They will be in trouble. No corporate punishment, but I'll be a good parent. Naughty step. Fair enough then. The PR team's happy with you. (laughs) (laughs) You got uh, anything else to add? No, I think I'm done. I can't wait to get back into Devil May Cry 5. Complete the FIFA 19 series with the FIFA 19 champion. You? I mean, that one episode where Arsenal won, I really enjoyed that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Right, the, okay. And then they won in real life too, which was really good. Your episode like foretold the future. Like, well done. Yeah. 
I, I lost because I had no choice. It was the future. No, it's because you're up against Arsenal. It's like when you get a, <laughs> an unconditional at like, uni, like whatever happens, you just get in. It was like the unconditional right. victory. That's right. What it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you got that as well against um, Rennes in the Europa League. So. Yeah, oh, that's no, good. I, I don't follow Arsenal. Oh, you're a part-time football fan? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. I think you need to find some more part-time football fans to no talk shame. to. to talk <laughs> no to. shame. There's no shame. Yeah, part-time community. Yeah, and, like, but you get go full-time annoyed. And I'm okay with that. I get full-time happy when we beat PSG as well, so it's fine. Yeah, but like, PSG are No, we're still... Yeah. No, I know, they're much tougher. We're, we're still drunk off beating them in Paris, so... Oh, okay. So you'll beat a much tougher team, but when you face Arsenal, who aren't as tough, you'll lose. Yeah, because you know it's important. For the Premiership. Neither of us are going to win it, so I <laughs> care. <laughs> but don't you want Champions League? We will get Champions League. You might get Champions we will. League. I mean, what if Arsenal, you know, keep our spot in fourth, the way Wenger wanted, and you stay fifth? Uh, Spurs will bottle it. Spurs bottle it. Yeah. I saw a guy with like a Spurs tattoo at the gym. And I was thinking to myself, you're locked into Spurs for life now. If something happens and you don't want to support Spurs, you have this massive Spurs tattoo. Oh, you're not allowed to support other clubs. Especially if you get a tattoo of them. Oh, I think the one tattoo I felt the most sorry for was the guy who got... Um, when was the World Cup again? Was it two years ago? Was World Cup last was last year. It was last year. Yeah. When you got um, England 2018 winners on his leg. <laughs> what have you done this? You can't even seamlessly change that. What have you done? You can't even put runners out because we got knocked out by Croatia. It's painful. It's painful, man. <laughs> oh, well, his loss. Yeah, neither of us are that dumb. So I think we're going to end it there. Great, great, great episode. Keep us in the conversation. We are on Twitter and Instagram at streamcast underscore. I am Blackamora on Twitter. I'm Killscreet Henny. And we'll see you on the next Streamcast. Mm-hmm.